Welcome to Be Simply, this is she, and I want to thank you for being here right now. It's been a full week. We have been on respite here in North American continent, celebrating Thanksgiving, a time many express gratitude. I was sharing that while I've traversed many perspectives on this holiday, that I finally come to realize that we could spend a lot of time being offended by a past moment, past circumstance, history that maybe we don't understand because we don't have memories of what it was like to be there then. And just like right now, we're all making choices in every given moment to do the best that we can to show up and serve our life and for some of us it's easier than others you know some of us are blessed on a given day to feel full and certain of self and for others that's a little bit more difficult and um, I my heart really goes out to all those beings that are actually in their own suffering and aren't able to see beyond it and there's also the variables in between where we get caught we get triggered we react uh, we don't voice things that we should and those create maybe outbursts or disturbances yet it all tends to work out you know we're always in this divine dance with one another reacting playing creating and of course it would be beautiful if we could all stay at peace at all times yet for some reason mother nature mirrors to us something different just similarly as you might see a giant snowstorm come in or a thunderstorm those are disturbances where nature has to respond the animal kingdom has to take refuge and everyone has to wait till the storm passes and then there's this most certain calm that occurs after that storm and we can resume life. And sometimes those storms create a cleansing, create a pause. And if we use that metaphor when understanding ourself and to have compassion for self, that there are storms and outbursts internally and externally, yet there's a calm always after every storm. So if you're inspired to continue to look in, these segments are designed to help anyone that maybe needs just a touch point on a daily basis to really reset their compass, to refocus, maybe to be inspired, maybe to receive some wisdom that can assist them in understanding an aspect of themselves or someone they love. So with that being said, we're going to first dive into giving and gratitude and I shared a little bit I think last week about the power of gratitude and it really does shift our attitude and on a daily basis if you can sip up the small stuff not the big stuff you know it's great when certain life-changing things happen that are of benefit to yourself and maybe your family and others Yet those small things are so precious and oftentimes we take them for granted until they're not there. So it might be that your partner that's there, uh, you know, everything might not always be smooth, but you might take them for granted. Uh, and then one day you might wake up and they're not there. 
your kids, they might grow and become adults and you take them for granted and you're not grateful for them on a daily basis. Even your extended family and friends. And so this, this aspect of gratitude gives us the opportunity to give thanks for people that, places and things, experiences that are in our life in the moment and ones maybe that aren't there anymore uh, to see the blessings as to why and how they arrived even in difficult situations there's always blessings and so as inspired take time each day to express that gratitude silently it's something you can do before you get out of bed uh, you can do it at the end of a meditation or you can do it when there's a little interrupt in your flow in your day so as we move from gratitude and giving you might be inspired to extend that gratitude into generosity kindness compassion more than not we need as much compassion and generosity and kindness on this planet a willingness to see other people's perspective a willingness to not uh, put people down for what you think you know or you see in them. Of course, it's easier to see someone else's jagged little edges. However, if you really step back, is it your place to point it out unless they've uh, sought, sought counsel with you or asked your opinion? You know, for a long time, I, I remember I would uh, sometimes have intuitive, clairvoyant information come in or I would see something and I would offer it with it not being really asked for. And what you do in that moment is that you're actually creating a little bit of karma for yourself. Because if someone's not ready to hear or see what you have to offer, it can actually create more turbulence and uh, do less for them than good. So if we can trust in that what we can see, um, that we have a way to communicate with one another and ask questions if we see something, or if we're concerned, just checking in on someone, how are you doing, uh, how's life treating you, and see if they open up and share, and then maybe there's an opportunity for you to engage and share what you have been feeling or sensing, or maybe you're being shown something uh, about someone so that you can reach into your heart and be generous, compassionate towards them or guide them or lead them. You know, oftentimes people can become uh, in a state of pride or frustration when they know something and they don't understand why other people can't see it or don't act that way or haven't embodied that. So it's really uh, opportunity of awareness, self-awareness and discernment if you so to choose to use that awareness and guide someone gently. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning, it's not always going to be possible and there might be storms and upheavals and within those upheavals there's something really powerful. Sometimes the energy is dissipated and sometimes things are brought to light that both people or all people involved haven't considered. And all I can do is encourage each and every one of you just to stop and really listen deeply and see if you can consider what others ha have to say and see if you can consider uh, their perspective and see how it applies. Sometimes 
it's valid and other times it's just a reflection of their own suffering it's a reflection of where they're at and you can decide how you want to meet that sometimes it's an invitation for you to really own who you are and defend that and know that maybe that's what is needed for you to finally own who you are so there's no perfect answer but there is the opportunity to listen feel and then to be of service to self and others now if you're inspired um, give be grateful and practice a little love kindness and compassion where possible so what happens when we free ourselves up from maybe our attitude or our righteousness or our perspective is that we have more space to be something that I love is creative and more than not we're spending a lot of time doing 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 uh, trying to get somewhere and you know my plight is for humanity I see a lot of people working really hard uh, to sustain life to feed their families to put a roof over their head to clothe them and what happens when we're in that rhythm of doing 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 that we forget to take space to be creative for some people this might be crafting this might be writing this might be just to sit and see what arises naturally but that creative space does something really magical it connects you to the power of regeneration it connects you to actually your purity because the more pure your creation energy is the higher the vibration it is and the the greater capabilities you will have for precision and mastery when you keep that purity there and some people might be put off but by that purity word however you know again when we have awareness with not just ourselves but the world around of us sometimes we can all feel entitled myself included we can feel righteous and we can feel like oh I have a right to express myself that way and you absolutely do you have the free will however there is this mechanism of cause and effect and sometimes when we create there still might be something so profound created in darkness yet understand that that darkness leaves an imprint and it might degrade more than enlighten so to use awareness and play with it and again there's no right or wrong answer it's just the opportunity to be in action with yourself and others so if inspired create some space this week to be creative create some space to flow into your next and feed yourself with the things that really fill you up that you are your innate gifts if you're a musician practice create something new engage in something that inspires you and we will lead into that inspiration shortly so as you feed yourself with this creative energy it's really important for you to on a daily weekly monthly basis to make sure to evaluate that your base fundamental needs are needed are met, being met so for all of us we have the same basic needs food water and shelter and currency in this day and age and that currency is a exchange of energy that we bring forward so that we can meet these basic needs and then above and beyond that 
those are the extra things that we give ourselves that we want to experience or have or utilize maybe to make our life easier or to do our craft or our creative expression, our work, whatever it might be. So if inspired, take some time to evaluate how are you meeting the sustenance that you're feeding yourself, meaning the food, how are you meeting yourself emotionally, how are you meeting yourself with the sacred water, how much water are you actually physically taking in, and what's the quality and the feeling of the structure that you have created for your shelter. And then from there are you really honoring how to bring in that currency. And, you know, this is, this is something that's not easy. You know, some people have the destiny to have large amounts of wealth, and that's a lesson they're learning. Some people are in poverty, and that's a lesson they're learning. And many people are somewhere in between. Yet, when we feel into what the potential is there, that we have the opportunity to meet those needs and continue to grow that energy the attention that we put on, the energy that we want to exchange, it will grow. It will definitely grow. But it, it, again, when we go back to that creative point, if it comes from a place of purity, it's going to grow in a much more smooth, pristine way versus if we decide like, oh, I need to grow my currency, but I'm going to commit a crime or I'm going to um, do something that's not aligned with my inner code of ethics. That degrades the energetic field of creation because eventually, depending on the set and setting that you're in right now, that will degrade and it'll get complicated. So when you feel into how you want to create food, water, shelter, and currency, feel into what is possible in the moment and where you want to go those long-range visions, feeling into your quantum field and understanding where you'd like to go are super valuable because they help guide what is possible. We all have different karma. And if you want to learn more about that, you can contact me. We can do a karma reading to understand uh, what you're here to learn, uh, maybe how you want to pace yourself. And also within this aspect of our base needs, there's a simplicity, especially if you're on a plight to really cultivate your spiritual path. Across the board, when we look at esoteric texts, and even out into nature, there's a simplicity. Even in indigenous tribes, simplicity. And so how you choose to express that simplicity, or depending what your karma is, there's a great value to understanding what is and then being comfortable within it. Sometimes we can spend our whole life, and maybe we have the destiny to live in a hut. We could spend our whole life fighting against that. Or maybe we started in a hut and we were destined to live in a large estate, and maybe we fight that. But by understanding where we're headed and what is possible uh, in the present moment and then in the future, we can start paving our way towards that vision that we have or feeling that we have for ourselves. It may appear in this lifetime. Or the next. So, as inspired, we'll recap because we're going through all these. Express gratitude daily, practice generosity, loving, kindness, compassion when possible. Take time to create, seed that creation, feed your being with creative energy, 
keep it pristine and uh, sacred. And then from there, take the time to uh, really evaluate what your base needs are and how they are to be in this moment. Come to presence with that and feel into the future. Feel into what you can already identify as your path and where you want to honor that or deepen your understanding of that. In addition, uh, we'll do a longer segment this weekend on food and the alchemy of food as it relates to fall season. We'll be winding down fall going into winter. A great time to really cleanse and clear the system and uh, nourish that immune system for the upcoming winter months in the northern hemisphere. In addition, if you're in the southern hemisphere, great time to cleanse and clear as we move from spring to summer. Uh, so now we're going to dive into the power of meditation, uh, taking care of yourself, loving yourself, and inspiring yourself. And I'm going to wrap these all up together to close out our segment, uh, moving through the rainbow that exists within us, the spectrum of light. And that will let us lead out on how to express ourselves more effectively on a day-to-day -day basis. So meditation is this powerful tool, uh, one that has been my steadfast friend time and time again. And I really encourage everyone, if possible, to take time to meditate. It's really easy to fall out of your practice, uh, maybe not to make time for it, push it aside. Uh, I've gone through phases of that, phases where I wish I could have about four or five hours a day to do all my practices, and it's not possible for me to have that, so I have to be satisfied, again, like we're talking about our roots, being satisfied with those smaller snippets. And when, when I work with my clients and show them that in five minutes we can settle the system and really just tap into a different perspective, that is what is possible. And so if you're noticing in your life that maybe you've been frustrated or uh, there's been a lot of upheaval and you're lashing out internally and or externally, that if you take that time maybe just to retreat a little, give yourself the opportunity maybe to do less, to listen, to be, you'll be surprised at what arrives in those moments. And it's, it's your opportunity to say, hey, I uh, want to show up differently. And then it takes a practice. It takes an opportunity for you to say, okay, I'm going to work at this. And listen, if you've spent most of your life unraveling habits and programs and beliefs that don't serve you anymore, it, don't expect it to happen overnight. Yeah, sometimes there's a, those... A, divine epiphanies yet we have to sometimes keep bringing us ourselves back to those divine moments to really really get a deep understanding of who we are so if you're inspired i really encourage you to take some time to cultivate a meditation practice if you've fallen off the cushion so to speak i encourage you to get back on 
And, and if you want to go deeper into that meditation practice, it's really popular for people right now to say, oh, I'm mindful, let's be mindful. Yet that's um, really something that's been co-opted for consumerism. And the truth behind mindfulness is a much deeper, deeper humbling uh, offering. And so if you are interested, feel free to reach out to me uh, or find a meditation teacher in your area. I work with people all over the world. Uh, These phone devices work well. And at minimum, you can start by doing guided meditations. I offer them here on the website weekly. In addition, you can uh, find apps that are available. And once you've started that process, then when you're ready to go deeper, uh, you know, reach out. There's the opportunity to really dive into something that's special that will stay with you for not just this lifetime, but many more to come. And so with that being said, the humbling process this past week, I've been having some conversations about cause and effect and that some people view karma as punishment and it's not really punishment scientifically speaking cause and effect is an energetic field that we express so we take action and that action leads to an effect and sometimes that action has a positive building to our energetic field and everyone around and other times that action has a diminishing field of energy similar to those storms we talked about at the beginning you might get angry or sad or frustrated and then afterwards you feel that the after effect that's why there's a calm a settling of the body letting yourself come back to neutral so what happens when we really start to understand karma there's a great responsibility in that process because we start to understand the actions we've taken and we realize beyond words how our mind our words and our actions have impacted others even when we're not in their presence and that is a great responsibility it's humbling and I can say for myself there are times where I've sat and just wanted to cry when I had the realization of maybe the harm I've done. And then I'll be very diligent with my practice. And then, you know, I, I don't maybe want to know that truth that I do know, and maybe I slip off my practice and then I get back on it. So, you know, for us two-leggeds that think a lot uh, have the ability to create higher states of consciousness in this temple. Uh, it's not always going to be easy, yet it is worth the effort, just like anything you might build in life. So if you want to understand this karma, this cause and effect, and understand that everything that's happened to you in this life and your existence right now is part of the result of your past actions and when we can start to digest that and understand it then we can decide how we want to show up in this moment what risks we want to take what we want to do for the world around us how we want to serve it and how we want to be so if inspired uh, as far as taking care of yourself 
uh, bringing yourself into harmony and balance. Take some time, you know, with meditative repose to really evaluate the actions you're taking, the words, the emotions, and see how you can bring them into greater balance to support your well-being. And the ripple effect of that is it'll support everyone else's. Then I want to lead you out with two simple, fun concepts, which I've been hitting home these past few weeks, is that the power of inspiration and the power of bringing attention to how you express yourself for the benefit of all beings is one that is exciting proposition. It's really easy to, as I mentioned earlier, point fingers and tell people that they're this, that, or the other. Or if something doesn't work out your way, you start degrading someone's character uh, because you think you're better than them. Yet the reality is uh, there is no better, there's no worse, there's no good, there's no bad. There's the ability to live a life that's inspired and full, if you so do choose, and there's ability to express yourself that will build upon that energy. Now, I'm not saying pretend, <laughs> play, play goopity gop and, you know, uh, sprinkle the peace, love, and happiness dust everywhere. But you can start simply by first looking for things that inspire you that will change your attitude, like gratitude. And then from there, you can think about how you want to express yourself. Now, if you want to be an angry person, you can be an angry person. Maybe there's something that needs to be resolved and discovered in that. And it's okay to get angry. Don't think that that's a bad thing. That anger and frustration will propel you into action. But overarching, if you're working towards feeling calm, then put effort there. If you're overarching, working to being more playful and light in life, put effort there. And then when you hit those little emotional landmines, as I call them, when you get sad, frustrated, happy, whatever it might be, you can address what's going on. You can evaluate and observe and see what needs to be reconciled. As I like to mention to everyone that we are designed to have emotions. They're attached to our organ system. The, the detriment that we can do to ourselves is by not expressing those emotions in the present moment. When we hold them back, meaning months, weeks, years, that creates disharmony in your internal system, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual. And so I really encourage you to be as present with the emotions that come up, acknowledge what they are. Sometimes they will need to be expressed. Sometimes it's just allowing the energy to come up, identifying what it is, and then letting it roll out and choosing that you want to be calm. For instance, you might be feeling grief, but you might just need to acknowledge it. You don't need to break down into tears, but you feel it. And then you let it roll out of the body meaning the energetically let it roll out of the body and then go back to where you want to be. So we are these divine human beings that have so much potential. We have the power to really uh, do so many things for one another and it's choice how we want to show up on a daily basis. So as inspired, I encourage you to just sit back and kind of reflect on everything I just shared. That was a lot. But to recap, just simply, is if inspired, give gratitude, 
uh, take time to extend compassion, love, and kindness. Create space so that you can tap into your creative energy and think about how you can raise the vibration of that creative energy, purify it, hold it in a higher sacred space so that you can reach your mastery within your craft. Really evaluate where you're at with your food, water, and shelter and currency and make adjustments as need be. And think about how you can feel comfortable with what is while growing that vision that you have for yourself in the future. Sometimes it's not about more. Sometimes it's about less. Make it easier on yourself. And if possible, take some time uh, this week to create some silent repose for self. Sit in meditation. Evaluate how you are showing up verbally, emotionally, in your mind, and in action. And think about the effect that you want to have. And again, if there's alarms going off, if you haven't been yourself or calm or cool or happy like you like to be, then make some adjustments. Take some time to rebalance yourself, get some help if you need to, and then move forward. And then find those little seeds that inspire you. If it's doing good things, if it's monster trucks, if it's the MMA, whatever it is that inspires you, dive into it. Let it feed your soul. And then finally, your words create your reality. So think about how you want to show up in the world, what you want to express, and how you want to build yourself up and others. Until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.